and gentlemen. This nice. meeting is being recorded. Nice to see you, Mr. Marsland. All right, how are we doing? Yeah, good morning, yourself. Nice to see you, Mr. Dempsey. Good evening. Here we go. Now we're fucking. Now we're not messing. This is more like it, guys. Good evening, guys. No, it's, no, it's not that. It's evening, Mr. Mills. Evening. Evening. Yes, Chris, uh, Mr. Sharp. Good evening. Berka from the Cayman Islands checking in. My guy, half past one. Getting out the sun. What we like. Right, geezers. Okay, if everyone could mute their mics, please, unless um, I ask you to unmute. That'd be awesome. Thank you very much. Right, geezers. Big wins for the week so far. Well, not for the weeks. We're fucking one day in. Big weeks for the last seven days. Anyone, would you like to share? Anything that you feel like you've been flying with, you've done better, you've overcome, or even just fucking getting started with shit? Feel free to bang it in the chat box. I'll chat a boxer. Nothing. No wins. No one feels like they're doing all right. Come on. We know you. I know every single one of you got something that you're winning at right now. I can't, fucking... type, I can't type that fast. Get it done. Getting started. Chris, it. Yeah, 100%. Already ticking boxes. Feeling better. Hydration Assist. getting met right now. Assisting when shit gets tough. <laughs> yes, persisting. Uh, Inash is uh, this is the furthest we've ever gone with a fat loss phase for Inash. He's moving and grooving, shifting some good weights. Mr. Marsland, nice, my man. And Rich is uh, right down into a fat loss phase, which is good. Mr. Dempsey, mentally challenging. Mentally changing when comfortable. Mentality changing when comfortable. Fucking hell, sorry. Obviously, developed dyslexia. Yeah, 100%. And that's something we can talk about tonight as well. Okay, class, man. Absolutely class. Right, guys. Actually acknowledging injuries, yes, 100%, Berker. So some of you might be a little bit like that as well. I know I've been a little bit like that in the past. Um, sort of just uh, avoiding the reality that you have to change the way you're doing things. Um, so Mr. Birkenshaw's recently, his elbow's been giving him a bit of jit for some time. But the man is a machine. He just wants to fucking train five days a week like an animal. Smash fucking his professional life and just smash everything out of the park. And uh, you know, he has done some small things to sort of uh, minimise the risk of that elbow injury, but it's ended up biting him in the ass. So now we're going to have to suss that. But yeah, you've acknowledged it now, my man. Happy days. Right, guys, struggles. What are we struggling with at the minute? Is there anything anyone is finding difficult right now? Anything anyone is, uh, you know, whether it be results-based or whether it be like actual actions they need to be doing on a weekly basis, is there anything anyone is struggling with right now? Bang it in the group chat. So I know you've all got struggles as well. It might even tie into your wins. Get them in. I know you've got them. Inash, I know you got some. Gary, I know you got some. Mr. Dempsey spoke to you today. Mr. Marsland. Okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. <laughs> 
Right, okay, so we'll start with Mr. Marsland. If anybody else has got any things they want to share, please bang it in because this is where I'm gonna put this is where the value is gonna come, guys, because we're gonna get stuck into this. Okay, so yeah, class, 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 class. Yeah. Awesome. Right, guys. So first of all, we'll go with Mr. Marsland's weight fluctuations. Frustrating, right? And you mean in the in the sense of you know, you've got this, the weight losses are big, obviously. The scale weight is a big target we've got. And frustrating with the scale weight going up and down, Rich. Is that it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I can smash it. I'm, I'm I'm comfortable with what I'm doing. And then I take, it's like I take a rest day and my weight just soars again. Okay, okay. Like if I don't train, I can't keep that weight. Okay, so so there might be something we need to have a look at there with regards to nutrition. If that is ever happening to anyone, like please let me know. Now, what often happens is that if you actually have a really hard training session and a hard training day, what can happen is your weight can go up the following day from that as well. So that's something we've seen with a lot of you guys in Ash. We've seen that with you a, a lot as well. Um, and basically, like there's there's quite a few things that come into like body weight fluctuating amongst the week, and this is why the the daily habit tracker on the app is actually really useful. So any of you guys that have, unless you're like heavily overweight when you start, if you're like 30% body fat or heavier, like I'm not really too bothered, but if you're 20% body fat or less, um, if you're not a really big guy, then I would like you to use the, the daily tracker a bit more frequently uh, rather than just the weekly uh, tracker when it comes to your body weight. The reason being your body weight is going to fluctuate on a daily basis regardless, okay? Especially when... You know, it's very difficult unless you're a lab rat or this is all you do, or you're a professional bodybuilder or something. You're probably going to be drinking water at different times of day. Sometimes you might have your meals at different times of day. You might have slightly different carb sources that might not might sit in your belly a little bit different. You know, if you're eating a meal with family, but you're making it fit your calories or what have you. So all these things are going to make you, but your body weight's going to go up and down, and it'll go up and down for the majority of people unless you're someone who's super anal, you eat the exact same foods at the exact same times. You know, water is exactly the same, things like that. Um, and even them, them people, the body weight will go up and down. Okay. But yeah, what Rich is experiencing there, I'm sure a few of you guys have experienced it before. And it's it can be frustrating, but just know that it is completely normal. And it's better looking at the moving weekly average rather than just the body weight on a day. So I'll give you another example of someone who's struggled with the same thing. Pace this morning, checked in, 100 kilos, fucking fuming. But if we have a look at the average for last week, it was like 99.15, which is 0.8 kilos less than the average of last week. Okay, and that is a much more a much more valuable figure rather than just whatever you weigh in that on that day. Was that helpful, Rich? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome, sick. Let me have a look what else we got. Okay, let me see. My neck. Yeah, Gary. Gary's pulled his neck. Have you been doing the neck mobilizations I sent you, Gary? I have, yeah. They are working. Slowly. Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, so if anyone ever pulls the neck, let me know. If anyone gets any sort of like niggles, twinges, things like that, like please message me. This is not I'm not just here for dietary and dietary advice and getting jacked. Sending me three videos a week. Yes, we like it. <laughs> Okay. Do you yeah. Know, do you know what? I, I, I fucking hate doing them, but I do. Yeah. I, I am starting to see the value in it. I am starting. Like obviously today, you can kind of when you kind of pointed out some stuff, I'm like, okay, I can see the value in it, but I do fucking hate doing them. And I've yeah. got some outtakes of where I've like 
done stupid stuff. I, I smashed my head on the bottom of the Jolly <laughs> Dick bar. I've got I've got a video. I'll send it to you. Every yeah, time these are the ones video, that I want to see, Gary. I get stressed out and panic and I end up doing something stupid like tripping <laughs> over. Or like I said, I smashed my head and nearly knocked myself out before. Uh, so yeah, um, I ate them. But yeah, I'll get them. I'll continue to do because I do see I see the point of them. Yeah. So, but yeah. Well, one hundred and ten percent. So I've been saying this to a lot of guys recently and trying to bit like drill home how important the videos are. So I'll have guys that are training me for it. Fucking ages. Like Gary this morning, I don't think I've seen Gary's leg press like that. I don't know if I've seen it. I, I might have seen it once before, maybe Gary. I don't know. No, I don't know. No, no. And the thing is there was some very like for me, there was like some changes that needed making fucking four months ago when Gary started. So it's like these training videos, they are big. And if you guys if you guys want to, one, minimize your injury risk long term, and two, make some gains and not just lose weight, like this isn't weight watch at the end of the day, we want a physique as well, then the videos are an integral part of that, okay? You can tick boxes with nutrition and you can turn up to the gym and there could be you in one, imagine you in one universe where you just turn up to the gym and you, you'd never send me a training video and then the other one where you turn up to the gym and you send me videos three times a week. This guy's more jacked. This is like the more jacked version of you, okay? That's got less injuries as well. Who's less stackered, which is like really important. Because at the end of the day, right, you cannot make, it's very difficult to make progress in a gym on exercises when you are stackered. You can't get, you can't, it's hard to get better when you're injured. You're not used to anyone, okay? And if you've got families as well, you're not used there either if you're stackered. So the, um, yeah, the videos are important. Very important, guys. Was that helpful to drill home, Gary? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think especially because of my age now, I'm cracking on, aren't I? A bit. So I think if, if I Gary. if I'm not doing, I, I'm fucking out. If I'm not doing stuff properly in the gym, I am just going to get injured. Yeah, I'm just gonna. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, as I say, it's the fucking body's falling apart as it is. So yeah, I can't afford not to be. <laughs> You're in good. Your I'm, body ain't falling apart, Gary. <laughs> oh, it trust me, it is on the inside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in your soul. Yeah, in my soul, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, no, I'll keep getting them over. But, no, it, it does help. So. Yeah, 100% awesome. Okay, yeah, definitely, guys. Like, them videos, um, yeah, it's massive. It is really big, okay, in terms of getting the best results possible. Right, next up. And let me, one other point on that, like, um, fucking hell, 95% of the guys that'll, play it off that they're too busy to get the videos. And I understand, like, I know what the feeling is when you're like, you feel like, right, to get everything done today, I need about 26 hours. And, like, I get that. Like, we, we all, we've all been there. Like, I, I can imagine if I ask fucking 95% of the people that I coach, are you busy? They'll say, yes, I am busy. Okay, so we're all busy. I understand that, you you know, we want to get the fuck in and out. Um, but if you see the value in something and the videos is one of them, like, literally, it's just a case of, you don't have to be like, you know, it doesn't have to be Steven Spielberg stuff. Just get your phone, record against your water bottle on the floor. As long as I can see what you're doing, like, um, just get it done, guys. Weight loss stalling due to training could be a muscle, could be muscle building at the same time as fat loss. Okay, so un unless any of you guys are enhanced or, in fact, that's probably the only situation where uh, that may happen. Unless you guys are taking anabolic steroids, there's you probably need to be losing weight in a fat loss phase, okay? Now, we might look at in Richard's circumstance where we actually had to look at, like, you know, the body fluctuating in, in weight and things like that. If you're just weighing yourself once a week and your body weight's not changed and you're thinking, fucking hell, 
tick that this is another thing to do you need to go through this decision tree like this question tree it's like okay weight's weight's not uh, gone down i'm in a fat loss phase okay next question have i stuck to the plan 100 percent? yes no okay if it's a no okay ask yourself where and then go from there okay because a lot of the time it might be not sticking stuff 100 percent. weight should be going down and also if you are sticking to things 100 percent, it's a case of checking in me having a look at things and if everything's been stuck to if it says yes at the top under have you stuck to the nutrition diet steps everything then weight should be moving um but yeah you will if your weight loss is stalling it will not be because you're building muscle at the same time body fat we should be able to shift that shift quick okay the only time it might slow down um and we actually want it to slow down is when you are already pretty damn lean okay hope that makes sense guys Inash, back relaxation drill is the go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, back relaxation drill, I probably sent that quite a lot of guys. Like back pain, you know, it, all that is, all that exercise, by the way, guys, is just helping relieve symptoms. It's not a underlying issue of why you might have back pain. But yeah, I probably sent that to 90% of you guys at, at some point. Um, awesome, 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 awesome. Right, guys, any more struggles, anything people feel like you know the finding quite tough at the minute or even if they just want to share something that they've found as a valuable lesson in the last you know a couple of weeks or the last month that's helped them if not no sweat do you know one thing i'd find quite useful um yeah, some sure. stuff like do you know um at my gym at the moment a lot of it seems to be out of order all the time like that leg extension has been out for a fucking week now um and what i'd find quite easily if you did some sort of document or something where if some i can't get on a piece of kit because somebody's hogging it for 45 minutes or it's out of order what the optimal substitute would be to it if i can't do do you feel like kind of your top 10 top 15 kind of main things you would do in there if i can't do this then do this instead as an alternative that would be just as good or almost as good. So something like, because I, I have a bit of OCD in the gym anyway, so I can't get on stuff and I have to leave not doing something, that'll stress me out. So if I if I have the knowledge to say, right, I can't do this, but what I can do is pick this up instead, that would be quite handy for me just to be able to, to do that. Yeah, no, that's fucking absolutely awesome, man. That's absolutely class. Yeah, and uh, the leg extension being out is like a difficult one because it's like you've got something called the TKE uh, banded leg extension, which is where you basically wrap a band around something upright like a power rack, like some thick bands yeah. and put them around the back of your knees. But it's not that practical, and most gyms don't have bands, and you might not have bands. And by the time you get the bands, your fucking leg extension will probably back in order. But what you could do in that scenario, just and I'll touch upon the general consensus of machines being out of order as well but in that scenario gary what i recommend is a heels elevated goblet squat right. so really close stance put something like a 20 kilo plate underneath your heels and then dumbbell underneath your chin and literally mm -hmm. like knees as on the way down real on the way down three seconds down knees as far forwards as you can on the way down while still keeping your heels down so you're like bolt upright and it's all quads and then on the way back just come up to about like three quarters of the way and that'll be absolutely pure quads and that'd be a good substitute if your leg extension is out of order um, good stuff but, yeah so in terms of when kits out of order in you know in general so first of all if you ever can't get on a piece of kit 
Like the most important thing, obviously, you know, I, in an ideal scenario, you do the workout and you do it in the, in the order that it's, you know, it's written out. Next up is get the workout done and not in the order it's written out. And that's okay as well. Okay. Sometimes. And then next up, if something's taken, like Gary says, you do need like options for these different, these different things. Now, I like for like exercise, instead of thinking like one real way to like, because I know sometimes you might be flustered, you're busy, you might be thinking about fucking other things other than the gym when you're actually in the gym. But think of it in terms of movement rather than muscles. That generally helps a lot of people, okay? Um, that was a bit of a funny one, like leg extension, because there isn't that much you can do um, that's going to be as good. But let's think, for example, okay, horizontal press. If you can't get on the dumbbells, just think, right, what is that movement? Okay, so horizontal press, just think anything else, anything else that can be, you know, similar to that, fine. Okay, vertical press, short, some kind of shoulder presses out of motion, okay, or out of you, sorry. So you've got dumbbells, you've got barbells, you've got machines, okay, and that's the same for everything. What I would recommend if you ever have to do an exercise that isn't on the plan, it'd be nice for you to send a video as well, okay, which might, you know, you're already stressed out, you can't get on the piece of kit. I have to do a video, Gary, I know, it's fucking mental, but... Um, that way, you know, you've then got some tools for life, then, aren't you? And if that, yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, that's that's what it's about. But yeah, guys, always try and think movements first, okay? If a leg press is out of order, think anything else that's similar, so squat, hack squat, things like this, okay? I hope that was helpful. Awesome. Um, Inash, raised your hand, bro. Yeah, it was, it was just what you were saying about. Um, so you gave like three options, obviously, like do the workout in the order um, that it's given in, but then. Obviously, if a piece of kit's taken and it's not out of order, then let's say it's like one of your bigger movements and obviously you're tracking, not too obsessed with the number, but you're tracking the number from last week, you're trying to beat the reps for, you know, some sort of progressive overload. But then obviously you've done, let's say, an exercise before it, so you, you, your muscles are already a little bit fatigued. Um, so you're not necessarily going to hit, you might not necessarily hit this hit, hit more than you did last week, if not even the same. Because you've already done, you know, some, and because you're on like a time constraint, you can't afford to like wait around. So, like, what's the? I, I, basically, what I'm trying to ask is, you, do you still get the same benefit doing that instead of, you know, I guess like like the actual order that it's supposed to be in? Because you're on a time constraint, you need to be in and out and stuff like that, really. So, yeah, because I because I face that. I mean, it's commercial commercial gyms, aren't they? Like, you know, there's always there's always going to be times where things are taken unless you can really pick the time that you can train, but a lot of us can't. So yeah yeah no, that's a good question yeah so uh, like in terms of obviously in an ideal scenario you do it in the right order and one of the reasons for that is because one of the greatest measures of whether we're actually because obviously like building muscle especially if you're doing it naturally one of the easiest ways to know whether we're on the right tracks is if our logbook is going in the right direction so not necessarily a physical book unless you unless that's something you like to do but if your performance is going in the right direction week on week um you know, usually it's a good identifier and some of us, we, we can get quite attached to that. And it's like, you know, that is sort of what we're using as our performance, you know, as our marker of like, am I fucking going in the right direction sort of thing when we're training? And it can get a little bit like scale weight with regards to uh, body weight. Okay. Now with that, it's almost like um, drinking half a litre of water before you jump on a scale in the morning. Okay. Like the actual thing of you going to the gym putting in effort with good technique and taking exercises, you know, within three reps of failure or two failure and, you know, recovering, you know, going away, sleeping, eating, whatever, that is what's going to elicit the results we're after, which is like changing your physique. Okay. And everything else that comes with that. 
Now, obviously, if you change the order, your performance is going to be down. Like we expect that, and that's fine. But it's still going to be, you know, you could argue just as good benefit. And in some cases, it might even be, you know, you might have found it might might have found it's better for you in some ways. For example, if you're used to doing deadlifts at the beginning of a session or something like that, and all of a sudden you have to do it like fourth exercise in, yeah, your load's limited. But all of a sudden, your fucking hips, your back, everything feels fucking mint. And you've got a great pump after, you know, you don't feel as beat up. And, and, and you know, at the end of the day, you're still putting your body through great stimulus and you're getting um, probably them other exercises. You probably do better on them than you've never done before and things like that. So to answer it, I'm trying to make sure I don't. Turn to that in the most simple way, Nash. That's absolutely fine. Okay. That is absolutely fine. Okay. If your exercises are ever in the wrong order, um, don't worry. Just because we use that as a performance marker, we want it to be like almost like um, the result of you getting stronger on an exercise is just like um, an organic result of you ticking boxes and having the exercise in that order. But it, it's, it doesn't mean if you haven't gone up in that uh if you haven't gone up in reps that week on that exercise because you've done it in the wrong order, obviously we've got a clear elephant in the room of why that's happened and we know why. It's, you know, so, it, you know, it just doesn't matter. If, on the other hand, though, your performance was going down and your exercise order is the same, then, you know, it might be worth mentioning or it might be room for concern if, if it happens consistently. That's one. Cheers. Yeah, no worries, brother. Slow weight gain in bulk. Okay, so for you, Ed, do you mean as in like you used to as in, tell me why you, you find that difficult. Is it, do you mean because you're used to gaining weight fast, you want to gain weight fast, or is it the discipline of having to do things slower? Can you just elaborate for me, please, brother? I guess it's just mainly the, I suppose, the mental side of things. When you're gymming so much, eating so much food, and then, like, I don't know if it's because of the over-gymming or what, but when you're only kind of a pound up after two weeks, maybe less, it's you feel like you're not putting on any size whatsoever, I suppose. So it's the mental side of it, kind of getting used to that. And I don't know if it's supposed to be faster or what, but yeah, it's difficult. Yeah, yeah, no, I know exactly what you're saying, my man. Yeah, so basically, like, if you guys aren't aware yet, like, I'm a big fan of doing gaining phases slow and fat loss phases as fast as we efficiently can do. Okay. The reason being, if you gain five pounds of fat in a month, or you gain two, sorry, if you gain five pounds, or if you gain two pounds, you're probably going to gain about the same amount of muscle. Okay. Obviously, there's different parts of the cut. If you're like coming out of being super diced, it might actually do you some favors to gain a little bit more fat quicker because it's going to probably sort, you know, help with hormone balance and things like that. Um, it might even make you a bit more safer to sling some tin. I don't know if you've ever been very lean before, guys, but you can feel a little bit fragile as well. Uh, but yeah, what Ed's talking about there, obviously. In his circumstances, a few months into his gaining phase, if you look at the overall weight he's gained, he's probably like 10 pounds up, and he's looking a lot more jacked than the last time he was at this body weight. And that's something that you can definitely use as a, a marker if you feel like you're not making progress and you're only making... Because at the end of the day, like we, only, we don't want to gain weight fast. And you know if that's the measure you've used as your... You know, it comes back to that scale weight being obviously our measure as success, when really it's just one variable. Um, obviously, we do want the scale weight to go up in a gaining phase, like we do want it to go down in a fat loss phase. Um, but it's all about context. And what, what Ed's doing right now is absolutely bob on because he's on top of his food really well, on top of his training. You know, we could even like, sometimes we've been finding we're adding in more food, more food, more food because his body weight's only going up slowly. But um, you're definitely not losing out on gains, Ed. Okay. 
you're moving and grooving at a good rate for a natural who's already got some good muscle who's already trained for a good amount of time like we're moving at a good rate man and if we ever if we ever look back over three weeks four weeks and we haven't progressed at all in body weight then we'll up the food even more brother but um yeah you're moving and grooving and that goes for everyone okay we won't ever really be pushing gaining phase as fast because as well as it being you're getting fat you know you, you're getting fat for the sake of it there also comes a point in a gaining phase where you will just your appetite will just be fucked. Okay, if your appetite's fucked, you can't you can't eat to recover. <laughs> it kind of defeats the point. Okay, so if you if you get fat too soon, appetite generally goes down. Okay, other things happen if you get fat too soon, or you just get fat like way too fat than you need to. Sleep quality goes in the bin. And also, I don't think I've yet to meet someone who honestly can tell me that they just rate being a fat cunt. I don't think I've ever met anyone like that. So, yeah, there's, you know, you get to have a longer, more efficient, more effective, uh, sorry, not necessarily more efficient, but, you know, more effective and longer gaining phase by taking it slow. Class. Hopefully that was helpful, Ed. Yeah, it was. Thanks. Awesome, brother. Okay, slowing down the tempo of exercise down really hurts, but seeing progress, especially in my farm. Yeah, 110%, okay? So... I think that's a little bit of a struggle and a win, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the struggle being is you forget, you try and slow it down on your weight that you try to outdo from last week. Yeah, you need yeah. to set you. You've got to drop your weight down because it fucking hurts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Slow it right down. It really hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, essentially, what we're talking about there is slowing down the tempo of the negative portion of your rep and maybe even putting pauses in and stuff. So the benefit of this is we're still going to get a great muscle building response. But the the positive is it's going to beat you up a lot less in terms of, like, joints, tendons, ligaments, okay? And, you know, although it might be fun to sling some serious tin, one, it's easier to fuck up your technique. If you're lifting heavy weight and you fucking – and you do it fast and you end up you, – you move about an inch out of place, you can fuck your shit up, okay? Whereas if you're doing slow tempos, okay, three seconds down, pause at the bottom, it's a lot easier to focus on your technique. You can actually think about where the fuck your body is in time and space like, as you're actually doing it, okay? And that's, Yeah, so that, you know, that is a big one. And, it, you know, it doesn't mean that if you enjoy, you know, lifting a bit heavier, moving a bit faster, just know that there's a risk associated with that, okay? I've done it. I enjoy it. It's fun. But there's a risk. Um, but, yeah, no, that's awesome. And... If you do trans transition over to doing a, a slower tempo, or if I ask you to do it and like you haven't done it that week, it's it's basically it's almost like imagine you're doing a new exercise, don't have any expectations of load. You're there to set a new baseline without a better technique. Um and also like if you're thinking about what we're trying to aim for progressions in the gym, that brings us back to the different, you know, key performance indicators in the gym. So it's weight lifted, reps done, techers. Okay. If your techers is better. That's a form of progression. It doesn't always have to be just fucking more weight. Although when I look at your training log, boys, it's probably a disadvantage of me looking at your training log on a weekly basis because it probably instills a little bit of um, unrealistic expectations on your guys' front in terms of how the progression of the logbook should be. Um, logbook should be looked at more of a monthly thing rather than a weekly thing, if I'm being completely transparent, because you are going to have, you know, you're not always going to feel like a fucking machine. Whether you're in a gaining phase, fat loss phase, whatever. Hopefully that was helpful. Um, 
Gary, can I move meal five between meal two and three, if that makes sense? Yes, the answer is yes. So with regards, if you wanted to move, if you're on like a meal plan and you like being on a meal plan, you like the structure, um, some people don't. Some people like more variety. Some people like more structure, whatever. Uh, but if you're on a meal plan, what I'd say is if it's a rest day, fucking knock yourself out, okay? Move around your order if you wish to. If it's a training day, make sure that pre-workout meal is always pre-workout and post-workout is always post-workout. They're probably your most important meals of the day where we kind of do want you eating the same sorts of things because we want to perform well. So if you really want to perform well, you want to make sure your digestion's on point. You want to make sure that it's something that sits well. Like think about, think of yourself as like a performance athlete, even though you might, it might be difficult for you to think of it like that. But that's essentially what I want you to think about when you're about to go to the gym and train. So you want that food to, you know, you want to be having the same things post-workout and pre-workout as often as you can. Try and make that consistent because that's a, a really good way um, of making sure you've got like consistent uh, performances and know that you're going to do well in the gym. Outside of that pre-workout and post-workout, if you want to swap meals around, Gary, go for it. Perfect. Awesome. Fucking awesome, guys. Yeah, so if anyone's not got any questions for now or any wins or struggles, and that, by the way, guys, this is fucking, I'm loving the fucking interaction in the chat box now. This is the best it's been. This is fucking big. This is what I wanted to happen. Oh, we're rocking and rolling. It's Mr. Sharp. How long before the workout should the pre-meal be eaten? This is person dependent. So if you asked me years ago, I'd have been like exactly one hour to 90 minutes. And then, you know, if it were more fats, I'd say have it a bit longer before. Um, but honestly, it's person dependent. Okay. I used to eat meals 90 minutes before I gone for a phase of eating them an hour before. Right now, I eat my shit, not literal shit. I eat my meal on the way to the gym. And the gym's 15 minutes away. And that's a bit, that's not like a small meal either. It's 125 grams of oats, some whey, some berries, a banana. And I'll uh, yam that on the way in. It was actually my brother that did this first. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? I went to the gym with him and he was just eating like the biggest fucking meal I've ever seen. And we were just like about two minutes from the gym. And I thought, you know, I'll try it. It kind of defies common logic. But yeah. And then if you feel good, you perform well and your performances are consistent. You don't feel like you're going to shit your pants or throw up. You're good to go. Bye. Sorry to interrupt, but I found that I played around with mine mm -hmm. for a couple of weeks just to see what what benefited me best. Yeah, yeah. And I think I've got it between half hour, 45 minutes. Yeah, kind of class. Course. Yeah, class, mate. And, you know, that, that's exactly it. Have a, have a play around with it, Sam. Um, but I won't give you a black or white answer with that one. I want you to have a, have a go and, you know, figure out for yourself there. What about the post-meal? Optimum time for that. Yeah, so post meal, so there is some, there is a thought process ar around basically like so when you train, cortisol is up, cortisol is your stress hormone, and like your heart rate's up, everything's elevated, you fucking g'd up, and essentially when we eat, you know, in theory we want to be in what's called rest and digest, so you want to be nice and relaxed, you're gonna digest that food better, and all that good stuff. So however long it takes you to come down and relax, however. I do know sometimes that is not always practical. You know, when I PT'd at the gym, I'd fucking PT. I'd be fucking, fucking pulling my fucking kecks up in the change room. My client would be walking in and I'm like, right, go time. Five minutes, I've just got to fucking grab a shake or something and just go. Um, but yeah, if you can, just wait until your heart rate's come back down, feel more relaxed. Maybe after, you know, you've gone home, had a shower, chilled out. Could be anywhere from half an hour to an hour that rich. Awesome. Big fucking good question, these guys. Right, so 
I'm going to go into a little bit of a sort of a training, coaching point, a little bit of um, something that I think is important that I was thinking about today. Uh, and that is the power of the behavior change phase. So some of the newer guys that have joined in like the last year, you might have heard of this. Um, some of you might not have done. It depends what level you're at or where you was at when you came in. But it is something I am quite big on. So the behavior change phase, if you haven't heard of it, it is essentially the first two to four weeks that I usually work with someone where we don't really drop the hammer of everything. And we just focus on, right, checking in on time, weighing your food, getting your water intake in, getting your sleep routine on point, and just sort of like bringing the focus back to something you probably haven't had that much focus on for a bit. And I was thinking about it today, and I was thinking, like, ultimately, isn't the goal to have them habits instilled forever? Because I think we kind of lose sight of some of that. Um, and I've seen it in some of the guys and even myself, you know, you're just like, that. you know, you're getting your meals in, you're getting your training, and then it might be like, fucking hell. I'm like working till fucking one o'clock and I ain't switched off my, you know, I'm not turning off the blue light on my phone or, you know, I'm I'm getting out of the route, I'm out of the routine with this element here. You know, it might just be something as simple as like water intake. So what I want you guys to do is just have a look about the basics. You know, the basics that sometimes you might even think you're above. And just think, right, getting them back in place and you just just function at a higher level in just in general life. You know, these aren't just like these are the basics, but these are the basics that bring probably bring the biggest return in like well-being. Um and um yeah, Chrissy, yeah, you've start you've noticed that straight away back in, haven't you? It's like literally just fucking looking after yourself, basically. Um so guys, you know, no matter what phase you're in. You know, get fucking focusing on like smashing a new weight in the gym or getting the scale weight down. Don't forget, you know, these basics. Like, if you haven't weighed your food for a while, like, weigh your shit. Okay. Especially if you're going after a result right now and you're not in a sustainability phase, like, weigh that shit out. Um, you know, hydration. Depending on if you're a really big guy, this doesn't apply. But if, you know, if, you, if you're not, I think everyone on this call will, will pretty much apply to what I'm about to say. Around one litre. Per 20 to 25 kilos of body weight so 100 kilo block between four and five liters of fluid okay 80 kilo three and a half to four so just getting on top of that kind of stuff you know um and that that can really be, bring a big driver i know rich you'd been eyeballing some food hadn't you at one point was that recent as in like not weighing every little thing or something. Yeah. And you and you did yeah. it. And you, got, you got a big return on your investment, didn't you? That's the reason why yeah. I mentioned yeah. it. And yeah. you, you did that. And it was like you were... And this is stuff I've done before as Rich. I'm not like... Uh, not picking on you. But uh, yeah, it, it definitely... It, it provided a good result for you, didn't it? So, yeah, because I think you just... You get into... It's the bad habit, isn't it? Because you do it for so long. And you think, oh yeah, that's about right. That's about right. When in theory it's not. Because I know it sounds silly, but the small margins that you might go over it might be an extra 50 100 calories but if you do that three times a day it's an extra three four hundred calories and then over a week it's you know you're three thousand calories over yeah Stop not measuring it so if you measure it then you know you're on point don't you yeah 100 percent. and that like that one there that's quite a specific one where you know don't expect you to weigh your food for the rest of your life that's not what i'm saying guys like at all but if you're in a fat loss phase right now, it's all context dependent. Do you know what I mean? Like the water intake and the sleep is good. To, the sleep stuff, that's fucking no brainer as far as I'm concerned. Like 
we need to be doing that. Another one, multivitamins, Amigas. Like your Amigas is almost like, you know, everyone in this chat now is in a pretty healthy position. Um, I don't I won't consider anyone in the chat right now unhealthy. You know, a couple of you might have been when you first started. But like if your health is of any value to you, like Omega-3 supplementation, the research is there. It's like the modern day snake oil. If you don't know what snake oil is, in the cowboy times, it's what they sold to like mug everyone off, you know, like, make your dick bigger, grow your hair back, all this shit. Um, but like omega-3, the, the, the fish oil stuff is that. It legit is. Like any sort of fucking disease on the planet, you type that in and put omega-3 next to it on Google Scholar, which is like the research stuff, and you'll fucking find something, you know, no matter what it is, cancer, heart disease, fucking whatever. Um, so that type of stuff, guys, make sure you're taking it. That's actually the one where I slackened off on it recently. And I've just ordered my Amigas yesterday. But why the fuck? Are, I haven't been taking it for three weeks. Why the fuck am I not taking That's something so basic. But you never, these things aren't beneath you. You've got to remember to do it sometimes. There he is. Got Mr. Mills, no games. No fucking messing. Got mine yesterday as well. No messing. That's what we like. Got to look it after, got to look after it. Okay, Mr. Dempsey, any tips on how to measure out peanut butter and not lick the spoon? Jump my politically correct answer, Mr. Dempsey, or jump my instinct arsehole answer. John, I'll give you my I'll give you my PC answer. Put your peanut butter jar on the scale, set it to zero, and then take it out, and then you can lick the spoon because you've only got what you're having. Yeah, sorry, I am here. I just can't wait this shitty app. <laughs> no worries, mate. Yeah, see, so have you been have you been putting your peanut butter? Have you been uh, fucking putting the jar of peanut butter on the weighing scale, Sean? I've just been I've just been taking twenty grams out and then eating the jar. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I, it, yeah, I've just been dipping spoon in it and then just pouring it on and then trying to just trying to get it spob on. So what are you weighing? Are you as in like grams, yeah. yeah, so is the peanut butter jar on the weighing scale? You're setting that to zero and then you're taking it no, out? No, 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 no. Right, do no. that. Right. Do that. And if you're still doing that, if you do what I just said and then you still end up having extra peanut butter, then that's a different conversation and I'll give you a different answer. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Right, geezers. I'm going to land the plane there unless anyone's got anything else to say or ask. Um, but that was fucking big. Really appreciate all you joining. Um, and these are only going to get better. They can be more consistent. And um, this is where a lot of the values come in. So, yeah, big up. Thanks for coming. I'm going to be banging. The, I'm actually going to be sorting out a private podcast. So this is all going to be getting saved. You should be able to listen to it on um, fucking Apple podcast app and all that kind of shit. So, yeah, be a lot more convenient if you ever miss them as well. All right, geezers. All right, thanks for coming. Have a good evening. And let's fucking smoke this week. Take care.